Hey guys, welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Today we're going to make you all feel really shit by talking about the dark side of podcasting. <laughs> Go on, what? make everyone cry. Bartlett. <laughs> all right, well, you know, it's no sunshine and rainbows, so let's get into some of the shitty things of being a podcaster, shall we? Actually, no, the, we can flip this. The re, we're making you feel better about the fact that you're not the only person that feels shit about these things. Nice, good spin. That was good. Now, time to make you cry. Number one, comment sections. <laughs> <laughs> also, we forgot as well, this was actually a suggestion from Dodge, wasn't it, right? Yeah, he's had two shout-outs in two episodes now. Yeah, you've spoken about him a bit before as well. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a good show. It's, it's one of those things, that, like same as like Colin as well. So when you see a show do really well and it's almost against the odds or there's something about it that is different. It's like, oh, okay, that's a really Easy good reference point. To, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, comment section, social media, full of ourselves, mm-hmm. to be honest. And one of the biggest ways to grow your podcast at the end of the day is clips and social and there's no avoiding it. We talk about the benefits of podcasting over social media, long tail, no algorithm to compete with, nicer place to be. But at the end of the day, you need all of the marketing strategies you can to grow your show. Great clips, post on social media, just like what we're going to do with this podcast. But I guarantee there'll be negative comments probably on this very clip about me talking about clipping podcasts and getting, <laughs> and getting negative comments. There's just no avoiding it. Like, Go to... YouTube seems to be the worst, but if you look at um, podcasts, podcasts on YouTube or Cain Barron Official on social media, follow. Like, share, subscribe, comment. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Leave a no- negative comment. <laughs> but it's like... If you look at those, the comments are like probably like 60% negative. Generous. Yeah. But, yeah, it's probably worse than that. On the podcast, 100% five-star reviews, all really positive. And it's just different people, and there's more friction on the podcast review section. And nobody's going to listen to you for, you know, hours and hours and then leave a negative review. We had this conversation with a, um, it was a defense lawyer. Uh, criminal, criminal defense lawyer, is that, what, is that what it's called? Criminal defense lawyer? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that was... Go and say it one more time. Criminal criminal defense lawyer. Yeah. Right. Got that. Anyway, his point was he was like, oh, I'd get a lot of hate for what I do. But I thought on the actual podcast, no, you won't because no one's listening to that content unless they're interested in it. Mm. So the people that hate what you do aren't going to listen to your podcast. So they're not going to give you shit on your podcast. Social media, different story. But realistically, if someone disagrees with what you talk about, they're not listening to your podcast in the first place. So you're never going to get bad reviews, which is why reviews tend to be so positive on podcast platforms. Comment section's obviously a little bit different, but I did notice the other day you were talking about how much money TikTok's paying now, you're like a pound per thousand. And then the comment was like, this is miles off. They're way more expensive for their advertising. And you're like, you're not even got the content context of the video, right? Like mm. we're not talking about advertising. So people just love a chance to cry and moan. Yeah. By the way, context, that backstory, we was giving a lawyer or a solicitor concept ideas for a show in a sauna yeah it might have been the weirdest place i've ever given a consultation <laughs> i think you ever heard us talking about podcasting in the sauna and just like what do you guys do <laughs> very rogue and i <laughs> i was <laughs> trying to talk to him because it's an interesting conversation but i'd been in there like 20 minutes i was dying <laughs> I, I was just stood up by the door like, i'm fucking pass out <laughs> it's a really good conversation and also one of the another show of how professional we are um Someone who recently joined our training and has now decided to work with us as well. We are on our training course. We have a sheet to be like, oh, where did you hear about this? And it just says pub. Oh, yeah. Because we sat down and had a pint with him in the pub. (laughs) 
So all you guys doing this marketing on social media, you're doing it wrong. In go person. to the sauna, go to the pub. Less haters in person. Yeah, more pints in the pub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you sweat them out in the sauna. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Follow the podcast. I'm just going to keep slipping it in. <laughs> Was that slick? Did that work? Is that how we planned it? <laughs> Follow the fucking show. That's <laughs> true. Anyway, back to some real content. So downside, you are going to get abuse. You're going to get negative comments. People always want to prove you wrong. It's like there's oh, no, the old there's such a thing about it, right? saying is it? it's like if you want the right answer, then just post. Oh, I'm going to butcher it. But basically, if you want the answer to something, just post the fake answer or a random answer on social media and somebody will comment correcting you. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just ask the question, nobody would respond to it. Um, second thing is days where you don't feel like recording. It's faking a personality you've been really good at over 23 years but we're like trying to show up and deliver and you've probably seen it in some of our content like if we film it the wrong time of day like if it's early for me I'm I'm, I'm a mess and I'm just too tired I don't want to speak to people I'm defrosted yet it's like but you need to hit your consistency if we say we're going to upload to 15-ish minute episodes bi-weekly which is twice a week no, I'm not. Or, or every other week. It's your choice. We upload twice I'm a still week. not having it. <laughs> but it, it's a lot of volume to put out and you can't then drop back down to once a week or every other week or, or whatever or seasonal if we're committing to this. So there are times that you just feel like, I don't want to talk to people. I can't be asked. I'm tired. I'm really busy. I've got other stuff on. It's like, just got to suck it up. And it is really tough to actually try and put on a persona or some personality when you're just really tired or you don't want to talk to the person you're sat next to and you think oh god's sake but you've got to do it yeah exactly the other thing is people often think podcasters oh it won't take much time and it won't cost too much well one of those is true but whichever one you choose to be true the other one's going to be false yeah yeah. so if you don't want it to take much time you're going to be paying a lot of money to get everything done for you which is the recommended way if it's available if you're not trying to spend much money, that's fine, that's possible too, but you're going to be spending a lot of your time. Yeah. So you have to either have money or time. So it's easy to get bogged down and you're like, oh, I've spent all this money, I've not had anything come back yet, or oh, I've had to put all this time into it, I've not had anything come back yet, which is why people fail so quickly. But why, if you can do it for quite a while, you, you imagine like a graph of how quickly you climb the chance rankings, like chance of succeeding, you will climb very quickly. Oh, compounds. Massively. It's like the longer you do it, the more lucky you get, the better guests come on, the more frequent, the more sponsors start approaching you. But that's all positive stuff. And I want this to be really sad and negative. So let's go back to the negative (laughs) stuff. But time is that one. People massively underestimate how long it takes. You will need to reach out to hundreds of guests a month, most likely for most people. You're going to have to reach out to a hundred sponsors to secure one. You're going to get let down where you're, you've booked a studio or you've blocked out time in your calendar on a Zoom meeting and a good guest doesn't show up and you don't hear anything from them. It is going to take a lot of your time and there's going to be letdowns. There's going to be tech faults. But one thing that I haven't actually heard anybody in our space really talk about is potentially damaging your reputation. So... If you already have a reputation. Yeah, but even so if you... A lot of people it, don't. Yeah, but even if you built one, you can actually... It's very easy to align yourself with guests that you know will get easy views and, and things like that, but actually will damage your reputation. So when you go to approach other people, 
that are maybe less right wing. Like, and you're trying to approach those guests, they'll be like, no, you've interviewed such and such. I don't want to be like, your brand is tainted because of them and I don't want mine tainted to be associated with you. And sponsors do the same thing. Certain sponsors won't want to work with you. So it's very much like, do you want to take the the magic pill and you get loads of views and you, you spike up, but then that's kind of like taking a steroid. It's like, you do it, you get all these amazing benefits, but then what is the consequence? What's the downside? What happens when you stop taking? Because as soon as you don't get those guests anymore, you're not going to get that virality that you got when you interviewed them in the first place. But also, you're not going to get any more good guests that are a bit more mainstream or perhaps a bit safer because they don't want to be associated with you. So it is really, like, you've got to be careful that you don't damage your own reputation, even if you haven't got a massive one yet. Like if you're on the up, because if podcasting is a lifetime thing or a long term at least, you might interview someone when you're, you know, one or two years in, not as big, but you could blow up a year three, four, five. And people might like agents, especially people that are looking after big names and celebrities, they will look back at your old content. They'll be like, nah, you're right. Don't worry about it. Even if it's a few years ago. So you've got to be careful with that. You've got to decide why you're doing it, right? Because some people do it purely for the views, like the, the numbers. You're doing it because you want to get as many downloads, listens as possible. And that's your main way of monetizing. That's fine then. But if you're a business show or you have a reputation or a service or a product or something like that and you don't want your reputation to be negatively affected if you don't care then that's fine like there's a lot of interviewers out there who are don't care about their reputation because they just care about getting the best guests the best stories and that's fine but if you do and it's your if you imagine kind of your standing in your in your niche whatever you are if you feel like you're the leader of that niche whatever you don't want that to be dragged down, then you need to take a take a second thought when you're inviting guests on. Like, okay, do they actually align with what I'm talking about? Because a lot of people also get guests on because they're big names, but they have nothing to do with their show, which is quite frustrating sometimes. Like, it's a good guest, but like your audience can give a toss. So it's take not just accepting every guest, I think is a big part of it. Yeah, and also upsetting guests. If you do an episode and it's shit, I wouldn't upload it. And a lot of people are worried about their relationship with a potential guest, but genuinely you need to worry about your relationship with your audience more. And you probably will fall out of people if you don't upload their podcast. But at the end of the day, it's your asset and it's your audience. Like is having a bit of a grief, like grievance and people, you know, they'll blow over. They won't care that much, but having a little disagreement or fallout with them, is that worth the trade-off? I think so. I think I'd rather fall out of a, a guest that I've interviewed fine they've taken time out of their day and i appreciate it but i don't want to ruin the relationship with my audience just Especially uploading shit content audience, right the bigger your audience is the more that matters i yeah. can imagine the likes of stephen bartlett probably deletes tons of episodes all the time right so there's probably more but i don't want to depress you too much yeah so the dark well i mean if you haven't followed this show then that's pretty dark that's awful dire so you should probably follow the show mm. see that was way more slick than your random follow <laughs> yeah but Got it in there, and they weren't expecting it. Caught by surprise. Oh, shit. Followed. Boom. So right, now, anyway. yeah, till next time. Yeah, <laughs> let's stop waffling. Bye. <laughs>